want to just tell y'all, Frank, Frank don't even know why I'm saying this. He don't even know why that clip played at the beginning of the episode. So true. I'm here to tell y'all the busted challenge, the silhouette challenge. This is serious business. This is not for you to come on here and play around and, ooh, I'm not going to show nothing. Oh, y'all tried it. And da da da. No, you tried it. You tried it. God damn it. You tried it. You came on here. You you hashtag silhouette challenge so you could be in the thread. Okay? You tried it so that you could get a view because you wanted views. Or 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 what, what's the other thing y'all do? Y'all have your boyfriend in there and he wagging his finger like, y'all not going to see this. Nigga, if he didn't want you to do the, the busted challenge or the silhouette challenge, you shouldn't have done it. Don't don't be don't be f- wasting the first six seconds Pump of my it. life. Don't ooh boy, say something, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> they out here pump faking. Don't be wasting my goddamn time. I could have scrolled past you, but you got what you wanted. You, I mean, you got the view. Cool, cool. But I'ma also say fuck you. <laughs> Frank had to back away from the mic. I'm going to say fuck you. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I want y'all to know every one of y'all that I've seen, I've reported every one of those videos. I have flagged them. I have sent every one of them shits. Even the one doing the Missy Elliott dance? No, it was inappropriate. It was inappropriate. (laughs) I have flagged all them shits. That shit got to stop. Respect, respect the challenge. It's a didn't good you, one too. Didn't you hear Mbaku? It's challenge day. Respect the <laughs> challenge. If you're not gonna do it, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to hear from you. I don't. Stay off. I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna get something to drink. Y'all hold on. <laughs> In all honesty, I respect that. Everything you said was absolutely valid. I'm sick of it, Frank. I'm fucking sick of it. They get on here, they playing games. You know how many times I had to hear checking your reflection and telling your best friend, like, girl, I'm ready. And it already slowed down. Girl, I think my butt get big, butt get big, butt get. I already got to see that shit. For like, I'm ready. I'm ready for the beat. Boom, bust it. You should have took my advice that I gave you on a couple of episodes ago. Skip the second ten. You cut out all that bullshit. Second 10 to tell you whether the next two seconds are worth it or just swipe up, go to the next one. See, see that right there. I'm not that type of man. I like a little foreplay. Okay. I like looking at the, <laughs> hey, I fought Frank up. Just like, <laughs> I like a little foreplay. I like seeing that. I like looking at the sweatpants be like, what's some ass under that sweatpants? Why well, can't wait till this shit change? Like, I, I understand this is start, this start very misogynistic and I'm probably gonna go in a totally different way in probably like the next segment, but I want y'all to understand. I like the I like that 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 I like the transformation. I respect it. I want to see it. I, I I like we go from you got your bonnet on, you got on your little your little flip flops, you you coming on their sweatpants and 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 maybe maybe ain't even put no eyebrows on or nothing. And I don't even know that you do that afterwards. But the silhouette, I respect. And I like, you know what I like about the silhouette though? What's up? Is that you gotta be 
you got to exude some sexiness. You can't just be have shape. Like you actually, because everybody got shape. I mean, all the girls on there, even the girls who don't quote unquote have the most like Instagram model body. A Coke bottle shape. Yeah, you can exude some sexiness on there. Yeah, you know what somebody pointed out? And it's true. And the silhouette challenge does show this. It shows that not every woman that's sexy has sex appeal. Because I've seen some skinny girls on there. When the lights turn red, it was like, oh, wow, that was nice. Bro. And then you had some women that was curvy. That's your stereotypical fine. And when the light turned red, it's like, you're still kind of just standing there. What the hell, you, what the hell is you I'm doing? I'm going to call one out. I'm going to call one out. But the homeboy sent it the other day. What's her name? Bernice? Lala? Oh. You look, look, hey, hey, look, we both had one. <laughs> Bernice Burgess, Burgos, however you say her name, not to be disrespectful. Fine. Sexy as all hell. Trash, wasn't it? Man, when they said show and she just was there, I was like, you could have kept this. You could have kept this. You could have came harder than this. Lala at least tried. She tried, but she still came up short. No, I mean, hey. Like, for a second, I was like, okay, Mel. <laughs> okay, Mel. <laughs> I, I mean, all right, Melo. I, I, I get I, All right, you know. I mean, was there anybody famous that had a, a good one? Because all the really good ones I've seen was like regular people. Wasn't no celebrity. Not that I... There was one really good one, but they didn't do it to the uh, silhouette beat. Chloe. Chloe. And before we dive into that, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, episode 34. Four, four. Yeah, I did the old school echo because y'all got away with two episodes without me even mentioning the number. So, hey, sue me. I'm your host, Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be... The F in F and D, better known as Frank. Let's chop it up. Chop it up. My dog got nicknames now. What? <laughs> hey. We out here. We out here. We out here. I got to come up with some shit. Young Saint. That's what my brother knows you by. Ain't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> he called me na- Saint in the street. The other, he called me Saint in the street the last time I saw him. I was like, yo, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Because my nephew was like, hey, so who you do your podcast with? And I'm like, oh, one of my partners that I know since middle school. And my brother lifts up head. He was like, yeah, Saint, right? And I'm like, yeah, Saint. <laughs> Much appreciated. Hey, that's called good branding. That's all. I appreciate that. That means I, I branded I branded properly. Exactly. The Young Saint brand, it, it, it may go on a different level soon. I, I plan on doing something with that. Hold on to that. That's what, I still hold the Insta, you know. I still hold that Instagram, right? As you should, as you should. So that no one else can get it. Like I literally just went, logged on, kept it. Don't post shit on it. I think you follow me on that Instagram. I do. I don't do anything on that Instagram at all. It's just over there to be there. That's how I felt with the the moment I got. Uh, the social media handle, I can only be frank. I was like, this is this suits me so well. So every social media that I could, I went and snatched it up, even if I'm not active on it. It's like if it, it fits me. This is this is right. it. Right. <sighs> but back to Chloe Bailey. 
Chloe's silhouette challenge was to that song. Um, I can fuck you all the time. Right. Which is a, an amazing. I like that song. I really like that it's song. It's a dope song. It's like, dope regardless song. of visuals, like, I, I've never, I don't even know the girl who sings that song. Neither do I, but I know the song. So, Chloe does her challenge. I, I enjoy it. I think she had purple lights in her. I was about she to didn't say, do the, and even before the red light, she did it in a purple, in purple lights. And again, it was, I think it was tasteful how she did it because it looked like a dance routine. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't just her, you know, moving provocatively. It looked like an actual dance routine. Man, so just in case y'all don't know, Chloe Bailey is one half of Chloe and Hallie. Uh, we've also, we've mentioned them in the past on this podcast. I put them up as one of my uh, artists of the year last year because they literally had one of their biggest years ever with their last album, The Ungodly Hour. You, know, like you absolutely they, did. You absolutely did. So just recently as these two women are full on adults now, uh, Hallie went over to London to begin filming, you know, The Little Mermaid, which she's cast in as Ariel. And Chloe is, you know, 22 and living here. So they both officially got their, for the first time, their own Instagrams. They've always had the Chloe and Hallie handle as their Instagram. Chloe starts putting out stuff on her Instagram. And she's embracing her 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 woman her womanhood her her own sexiness her body or, or whatever. Which she is ain't gotta that, be political. She's starting to feel herself. No, nah, definitely, it. definitely. And there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think at some point every person gets to a point where they where they start to become more confident in who they are as a person, and that's all it is with her. She's getting to a point where she's becoming more comfortable in her own skin. And this is her outlet. In fact, she, and this is probably where you're getting at, where she put out a video simply explaining that. She, and the sad part is that she had to. So she posting these videos and you want to know, she posting these videos and people, she was get she got a lot of attention, a lot of praise at, at one end. And then the, the tide started to slowly turn one day when she did what young 22 year olds do like she was what was she doing she was like lighting some sage and she was walking around in some in some panties and shit and all of a sudden the tide started to turn where i'm gonna just people were saying and by people i mean older black women i'm sorry i'm just being honest i'm gonna stop you right there it was black women of all ages i've seen young i've seen old say something slick about that video and just something slick about about chloe period Okay, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I I can tell you who I heard it most from were the older black women. Like I saw the jokes of, oh, did Beyonce approve of this new Instagram? Are y'all are you allowed to even be out here doing stuff like that? You know, be there's nothing wrong with being uh you know saved and 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 reserved. You don't have to go out here and be the most the sexiest person in the world and this this and that. Like they were like getting on her. In a weird way, and I was just, I was confused because I was like, last week y'all was like, "Wow, look at Chloe coming out of her shell," and now how quickly tides have turned, and now y'all getting on her as if you're upset, like she's embracing who she is and getting into her own vibe. Here's what I think the big issue is: she's a child star. 
like they were children who they've been in the, the limelight for a very long time. But every child star goes through this phase where they have to like, I'm a full grown person. Ariana Grande did it. Miley Cyrus did it. Even the young guys grow up and have to be their own person. Justin like, Bieber. Justin Bieber. He went from, and maybe he's like the not a great example, but like he started getting tattoos. But even no, he is a great example because much like what you're the point you're getting at. At some point, he had to find himself. And again, in the process of finding yourself, you might take a. I won't even say the wrong turns. You're just gonna. Your your journey, it's your own. Whether you find a path that you think you're interested in, whether that may be getting piercing and tattoos and doing it and realize, you know what, this look isn't for me. And then you go down another path and you change your look and the people you hang around with until you find where you're comfortable at. But it's, I think it's normal, especially for child, for child actors or child entertainers, because I would assume most of their life is revolving around being that person that made them famous and a lot of money. Right. So let's stay on Justin Bieber for this example. Him, it was probably so much pressure of being the cute kid that sung to teenage girls that to the point where he became a young man, he's approaching 18, 19, 20, and he wants to go in this path. It's like, nah, we still need you to be this teenage heartthrob. And it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I done did it enough. So now he goes down a different path. He's probably, he wants to emulate what he's envying. He probably sees rappers and singers, let's say like Chris Brown with the tattoos and he's looking free and he's enjoying life. He's like, look, Another man, example. right. Maybe I want to do that too. So he goes and does that. He makes some boneheaded decisions. He breaks the law a few times and he realized, you know what? This life ain't what I thought it was. Then eventually he pivots and he goes in another direction. And now it looks like he's more comfortable in his own skin. Um, he's not making the news as much and he's still making, he's still making good music. And I think for a lot of child entertainers, at some point they have to go through something like that. It might not be as volatile as uh, Justin Bieber or Chris Brown, but it's, it's a transition point. And this is hers. She's been, for the longest, she's been the cute girls known as Chloe and Hallie. And now that her and her sisters are going to two different paths, her sister is exploring the world of acting a little more. And now she's here focusing on music and whatever other projects she has going on. Now she can kind of step outside of the sister entertainer shadow and just come out, come into her own person. And coming into her own person, especially at that age, how can I say, sex is a big part of it. Being sexy and developing a sex appeal, sort of, in a sense, is a big part of it. You want to feel attractive. You want to, it makes you feel good. It feeling, believing that you're sexy helps you feel good. I don't see nothing wrong with what she's doing. Exactly. Like what you're saying like even using those other the Chris Brown and 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 Justin Bieber as examples, they're not like what she's doing is far from wild. Like honestly, Kylie Jenner been doing that shit. She was like 16, 17. Ain't no uproar. Y'all went and bought all her makeup, made her a billionaire. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, that would have been such a good segue into that conversation I wanted to have with you or we was having earlier. 
uh, about somebody turning 19 and somebody's dating them? Because you mentioned Kylie Jenner. Oh, I thought that was wrong the whole time. I thought that was wrong the whole time. Now, see, that is weird. Because it's that what I was saying It's like he groomed her. He was he was watching in the shadows. He probably was fucking with her when she was underage. Well, she was. He was. Because there was rumors about when he was when she was 15, 16, when she was 17, which is legal in California, he was already fucking with her. And that's crazy. And I want to say it was something like the like the day of her birthday, like when she turned 18, they went to Mexico together, some shit like that, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Right. So see, something like that is like, okay, this is weird. But if it's let's say you're 24 and you come across somebody and they're attractive and you like following the conversation, wait, how old are you? Oh, I just turned 18. All right, cool. And then, you know, whatever. That's yeah. 24. Frank, you're 34. How I ain't say me. Oh, I'm just asking. I just thought I'd ask. Oh, okay. If I wasn't married, you're asking me how, what's the youngest I date? Is that what you're asking me? I mean, we could talk it. I wouldn't go no lower than 28. I think 26, like 26 has been my, my, and I feel like even that's pushing it. Cause that means we ain't even had the same, we ain't even had the same host on 106 in part. Like, no, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only reason I say that, because looking back at some of these younger people, it seems like even at 25, it's like, wow. We were really stupid back then. And I don't think that just to still the maturity levels or in the positions in life is just different. It's I don't think I would be able to. I don't think we would mesh well if I went with somebody that young. Just and it's just I guess where we at in life, you know, at, I won't I mean a woman at around Mature 25, 26. But at that point, she's she's at her peak sexiness and she wants to party she is feeling herself mm-hmm. i ain't on that you go ahead and you enjoy yourself i don't want nothing to do with that i don't know where we left off um you i'm, I'm sorry you brought up kylie jenner saying she's been doing it all the whole time like filling herself you said her family bought her her whole makeup kit and a new face to go with it not even her whole family bought her a makeup kit the women who who jumping on 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 chloe helped make Kylie Jenner, a billionaire. Like, let's be real. They bought all the makeup. They they helped endorse. They keeping up with the Kardashian. Like, y'all have helped make this person a billionaire. Why are we jumping down this this girl who's literally what is she really doing? Like, y'all see name 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 anybody you've ever seen any of these two girls connected with? Never. You've never. I've never heard anything. Oh, she's dating this person. She's dating that person. None of that. The moment that happens, the internet is gonna be in flames. When Chloe starts date, or even highly, when one of them starts dating somebody, a public figure, then the internet is going to be on flame. And depending on who it is, they're going to have so many uh, opinions, especially if they start dating like an athlete, a basketball player, someone like that, somebody that they feel has access to a lot of women, that or, or, or another star, let's say somebody like Drake. Although there's Drake is the biggest, ain't no other artist like him, but you get what I'm saying. This is a, a young, beautiful, talented woman. Like the girl is talented. Like even on that same Instagram that y'all so worried about, she sh- I, that girl made a whole beat in like forty seconds on her Instagram. I saw that, and that Sampled shit was her hard. own voice and everything. That shit was hard. Low key made me want to go get a little little paper pen see if I could still do a little something. I remember those days of me fumbling around on Fruity Loops. I saw what she did, and I was like, man, that's amazing. I couldn't. The best I got on Fruity Loop was like one looper. 
was it. <laughs> That was it. It was so trash. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Music ain't for me. That ain't your steez. You know, you got to know yeah. what's you. Let me get on this roof. <laughs> exactly. You know, let me see what these buildings are doing. That's what I'm finna do. Get a construction. Music ain't for me. I need a hard hat. You, you know what I thought was wild though? <laughs> what? Usually, you know who usually messes up, messes up shit when, when a girl is like, you know, usually like messes up shit and tries to tell women what to do with their body. Niggas. Niggas. And this time it wasn't us. <laughs> like, <laughs> first, for the first time in a long time, niggas didn't fuck it up. Niggas did fuck up that silhouette challenge though. Frank really trying to make me mad. Um, we're gonna quick pause here. And and to you niggas doing the silhouette challenge, I'm sure it's some ladies. Oh, out no, there no, no, like, not not them niggas. Them niggas, I don't give a fuck about. It's the niggas that's removing the filters and 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 making these women scared to continue with the silhouette. It's them niggas. Them niggas that don't know how to appreciate something something good and just let it ride. They had to be extra creepy about it. And, talking, and they even put out tutorial videos on how to remove the red filters. It's like, come on, nigga, just play, play and move to the next video. What do you guys? It's a it's a it's a 10, 15 second video tops. What yeah. do you, what are you getting what are you off on? How? And if you're getting off in 10, 20 seconds, sir, there are other problems that you need to address in your life. Yeah, man. And on top of that, dude, you probably be charged with some shit. Because you're probably doing that shit without consent. 100%. And, yeah, you could probably get in serious trouble with some shit. And if you want to see some naked women, dog, you got Pornhub. You got X videos. X N X X. Hold on, friend. Let me get a pen. <laughs> name one I'm episode. I'm it to you. I'm name gonna, one episode. Name one episode we've done that porn hasn't been Porn hasn't been brought up in. Hey man, porn. This podcast has shown porn. <laughs> <laughs> porn Listen, is a major this. part of. Of our lives. Afraid, get philosophical about porn. <laughs> Say that one more time, Frank. Hey, this podcast has shown porn has been a major part of our lives. That we we just, if we ever go to therapy, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come up where it's like, hey, your attachment to porn is troubling. You need to do something about that. Hi, my name is Marvin. Been to therapy. Brought it up. It's happened. <laughs> These things have happened. <laughs> These things have happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's troubling. It's troubling. You might want to stop that. Let's break. Let's cut it. Let's cut it back a few days. You, you, they, I did like <laughs> fucking. I was like, you know what? Let me stop looking at naked people. So I haven't looked at naked people in a while. That's good. Well, you know, you see yourself. You see your wife. Uh, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly, baby yeah. number two in, in 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 less than two years. So I mean, y'all y'all doing y'all thing over there. Yeah. Ooh. Hot over there in Miramar. But <laughs> to close out the Chloe situation, I just, yo, people, we got to, ladies, y'all got to check yourselves this time. You know, most times, you know, we don't hear defending women a lot. So, ladies, y'all got to check yourselves this time because that, that shit was a little wild. Like, are y'all, are y'all upset that it's she's out here doing it? Don't be insecure. It's the thing is, and I'm saying people because I'm not just singling out women. Men do it too. I feel whenever it comes to them insulting another person on their looks, especially 
when the person is not doing anything to hurt anybody or insult anybody anyway. It's just them highlighting something that they're proud of. So let's say if it's a dude who, uh, who's been busting his ass at the gym and he's finally got those gains that he's been you know, working towards and he puts out a video of him shirtless or something, then you got a whole bunch of people say, oh, you're on steroids or blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, that's just insecurities on their part to trash this person. If it's a woman who has a curvy body and she's feeling herself and she's showing a video where she's showing off her body or even, even if like the video of her lighting the sage, I don't take that as a video of her purposely showing off her body. At least that's how I saw it. It was like, yeah, your body's in a video, but you're not trying to highlight your body. Unlike the silhouette challenge, which is that's exactly what you're trying to highlight. And but for people to target that and trash you on it, I think it's insecurities. It is. It is. But trashing somebody about doing a TikTok video like. I, it's a TikTok video. I just don't understand. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. I just hey y'all, I don't know. I just wanted to I just wanted to highlight that. Like people who were talking the loudest, or people who normally don't want men to say shit, but maybe y'all sometimes need to encourage one another. I don't know. I'm gonna leave it at that. But who am I to tell women what to do with themselves? Yeah, right. Yeah. Earlier this week, Plas tweeted out, "I'm getting vaccinated the first chance I get." How I look at it, I put things in my body every day that I don't know where it come from. If I don't trusted the weed man who I didn't know, ate food from a food truck outside the club, drunk Hennessy and Red Bull and survived, I should be straight. <laughs> I understand that logic. And that logic just add up for me. I understand that logic. Um, I wouldn't say I agree. But I understand it. And the only reason I said I wouldn't agree, because I feel that vaccine was put out kind of quickly. I don't know too much about medicine like that. It just, I don't recall any other vaccine being produced that fast. So I guess kind of want to see what happens first before I step in line and say, give me one. Granted. Granted, I understand, especially, I especially understand black people who are a little trepidatious. They go to word, they go to word. I got it this week. I got it this week. Trepidatious, y'all. It was my <laughs> hey, turn. You got it this week. I got it this week. Uh, they're a little, they're a little bit, you know, apprehensive, a little scared to go ahead and trust the government, especially when it comes to vaccines. Because we, black people, have a history of the government experimenting on us, not the government, of, of no, the government experimenting on us from jump. Yeah, giving people syphilis and shit. Giving us syphilis, literally, medical school where they were learning how to operate on people. They were learning how to operate on black people because we weren't considered people, and they would literally just operate on us with no anesthesia because they thought we had higher pain thresholds. Motherfuckers, monsters, man, bro. It's fucking crazy. So I understand when I hear, and to be honest, black people, we already don't like to go to the doctor anyway. You know what I'm saying? 
it's it's a lot of our lives where our mom made us go outside, pick up a leaf out the back, make a tea, and go lay our ass down somewhere. Many a day, man. <laughs> many a day, many a day. Some some tussing, a little robot tussing, and you to take a little little shot of that. And she hits you with a lay down. And that tea be horrible too, man. Disgusting, but get horrible. But that shit broke your fever, didn't it? It did. And then that's what the first thing my mother said. You don't feel sick now, do you? And it's like, no, but it was still bad, ma. There's other ways. You could have took me to the doctor. I had a fever of 105. Three more degrees, I was dead. <laughs> you gonna give me some tea and tell me lay down? <laughs> I was in that bitch sweating my ass. So I lost seven pounds. <laughs> where's, the, where's your concern? No, but I, man, I, I get I get people being apprehensive about it. But guys, we're the same people who in college was living off a of Taco Bell. Come on now. Yeah. Dude, I won't even touch Taco Dude, I eat McDonald's before I eat Taco Bell. Now, we just talked crazy. about it. We just talked about it in the last podcast. And, and I get people being apprehensive about it. I really do. One of the most, and how I look at it, because I honestly, when I get the chance to take the vaccine, I'm gonna be honest, I'm leaning towards taking it. Oh, same here, same here. Like when I get the chance, I'm leaning to, I don't wanna jump anybody in the line or nothing like that. I believe the people who are most vulnerable to the to the, to the the virus should get it before me. But right. when, when the opportunity comes, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the vaccine. I'm just being honest with y'all. That's where I'm leaning. I, I'm not saying I'm for sure, but that's where I'm leaning. Like at this point, I'm, like I keep telling you, I kind of want this shit to be over. <laughs> like, and a lot of people are saying now they're gonna get to a point where when it comes to travel, you're gonna have to show your card that you've been vaccinated. Yes, I've heard about that. Like that's coming. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all, yo, 2020, I was supposed to travel. I had planned trips to go abroad. I was going to Jamaica. I was talking to my godbrother about going to go visit him overseas. Like I, I was traveling in 2020. We couldn't get past the second month of 2020. Or no, we got some, we got the March, and it was like, nah, world over for just a couple of weeks. It's gonna be a couple of weeks. We're just gonna be here a couple of weeks. Y'all stay home. And I was like, shit, I ain't got to go to work for a couple weeks. I can work from home. Shit, that's all right. I'll work it out. Cool. I can save some money on some haircuts. I'm good. But we talking, it's about to be a year next month. Yeah. It's about to be a year next month. I, like I said, I get people being like, Ugh, I don't know. Like, I get it. But vaccines is one of the best things that's happened you know like honestly scientifically for us as human people that's the reason why we're not walking around with limps because we don't have we didn't get polio because we got vaccinated right like it's i mean come on people i just want y'all to think about that don't 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 be i ain't saying go in blindly trusting everybody because it's okay to be cautious but it's yeah. not okay to just be uh just to flat out refuse it, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy. And the way when he put it like that, I was like, yo, I remember leaving King of Diamonds, going out there getting me some jerk chicken. And I mean, I just had my hands all over some ass. Did I wash my hands when I got out of there? No. But what did I do? Leaned up leaned up on Chris Honda, on that, leaned up on that white Honda and sat there and got down on some jerk chicken. <laughs> 
and make sure Buddy had gave me a little extra white bread. <laughs> like, come oh, on, guys. Yeah, and the bread got to have the sauce on it. Because what is it for, Frank? <laughs> what else is it for? Sop up that extra sauce. Man, that bread look, be flavorful as hell. Look, and when that bread get to, it gets stuck on the roof of your mouth, you got <laughs> Come on, now. So we've done crazier things. We used to nah. drink. We used to drink. You remember we was drinking uh, uh, Incredible Hulk's in high school, our senior year. Y'all was drinking. <laughs> I was still on Red Bulls. Hey, bro! I remember these these boys was bringing uh, Angel and Ralph were bringing in, like in a, and putting in in Zephyr Hill bottles. I remember that. And you know, you just want to Angel be, in the be crowd. blitzed. Be like, dog, why you smell like that? Like, bro, I can smell <laughs> the liquor on you when you came around the corner. My and nigga. no adult said anything to him. You know, he going through something. <laughs> yeah, he was though. But he was. He was. No, no lie. Oh damn! I believe he's doing all right in Chile. Nah, Angel, Angel's, Angel's doing good, man. Yeah, man, a whole chef out there. Every time I get on Instagram, Angel, Angel made some new shit I ain't never seen before, and I'll be like, that, "That's that one thing. That man's fun. always been a good cook, though. He's always. always been a good cook." Speaking of crazy shit we do in our youth, though, Lil Uzi Vert, talk to me. Um, so Lil Uzi Vert. Got a $24 million pink diamond placed into his forehead. I'm going to repeat that, guys. $24 million diamond placed in the middle of his forehead. The man said he spent five years paying on the diamond. Yes, $24 million. That's not cheap. Bruh. (laughs) Oh, I'm not saying it was a smart decision. I'm just saying I can understand you saving. Why? Why I can understand that. Yeah, I I get that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not surprised that he did that. Nah, see, that was next level. Because we from a gen, we from the generation for saying next level. That's exactly what it is because when it comes to hip-hop and these music artists every year or every generation when it comes to Judy, they step it up and outdo the previous generation one way or another this was just like you said the next level of that nah this was dumb i never said it was smart i just said the next level never said smart he could have put that in his ear and I'd have been like, oh, that's 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 that boy got money and moved on with a scroll, never talked about it again. Or just put it in a pendant on a chain. I think that would have looked better. Cause to be honest with you, like the, the type of piercing that is that will implant, if you will, it's an implant that they place under the skin, and then you know, part of the implant protrudes out the skin. That's how the, the, the diamond is attached. Um, that's not a new thing. I mean, women. Women do it. They usually you usually see it like dimples or in your, cheek. in your cheek, or sometimes they'll do it. I think they even do their back dimples. I've seen it a couple of times done there, and it's cute. And like you had another rapper, Sauce Walker, who put a diamond teardrop in his eye. I thought that was that was pushing it, uh-huh. but even oh, say what now? 
You said another what? Another rapper named Sauce Walker. Don't ask me any about his music. I don't know his songs. I just know he's a rapper. Is he alert? Is he is he related to Luke Skywalker? Uh, no, not at all. Sauce Walker, dog. I be t- dog. I look. Me and Frank talked about this. I told Frank, dog. All his little young rappers are wilding, man. What's up with your little young rappers, Frank? These your boys. You listen to them. Using all the Kodak Blacks and boys. That's you. You know it's funny, because when you text me that. I went back and forth with you like, no, nah, I don't really listen to the young niggas. Then I thought about it today. And I'm like, damn, my new joint of the week is a young rapper. So I guess you're right. I'm not going to defend myself whenever you accuse me of listening to the young guys. You're right. I do. You give all the little young boys a chance. Hey, hey did you see the yeah, video? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I do. What video? Did you see the video of the blood dripping from under the from from under the diamond, <laughs> you didn't see the video of the blood dripping from under the diamond. I did, and in the comments, in the comments, they was like, "Hey, they said it's a little oozy." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yo, man, I'm telling you, the internet crazy. has the best comedians. I mean, yeah. the best quick one-liners is is regular people on the internet. They got the best jokes." Yo, did you see? So Freddie Gibbs was the first person I saw post the video of uh, Thanos. of Thanos ripping the ripping the 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 mind stone out of Vision's forehead, and I said that's exactly what's gonna happen to that poor little young nigga. And from what I also heard on the on the what it is higher learning podcast, Van Lathan said something along the lines of, "If it's not removed properly, he could potentially die." I don't know how true that is. That's what he said on the video when it was bleeding. But it's just under the skin. Like, how can you possibly die if that's ripped? Because you have you have blood vessels and all sorts of shit under here. If you oh, so oh, he could bleed to death. Is what he's saying. Okay, then. Then that really, really, really wasn't a smart decision, bro. It nowhere near smart. Because let me tell you, niggas snatch chains. This and the chain requires a lot of strength. This is me, like. This ain't nothing to just snatch something up out your face. It don't take much to rip your epidermis. Hey, you know, you know, Frank know what he's talking about when he said epidermis. You know, he know what he's talking about. <laughs> it don't take much to rip that. But so worst, best case scenario, somebody tried to steal it from you. Now you got a dent in your forehead. How you explain That's that? That's the best case scenario. Best case scenario. No, I understand stunting, but this next level... Next level dumb. No, you made yourself you a target. You made yourself a target. All right. So back in the days, you had Slick Rick, right? Who had all the jury and people looked at him like, man, he's wilding. After Slick Rick, I guess you would say the next dude that was wilding with jewelry was Ghostface Killer. He had that big medallion. He had that big old arm piece with the eagle on it. After Ghostface Killer, who would you give it to? I mean, you had some crazy jewelry, but it wasn't nothing too wild. You had 50 Cent with the spinning G unit chain. You had Young Berg with the transformer chain that was stolen multiple times. After that. That nigga couldn't keep that chain at Oh, my <laughs> God. It was like every other Wednesday, a new nigga would post it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Every other Wednesday, it was a new nigga on World Star Hip Hop 
flaunting that chain. Like, nigga, we got your chain. It's like, at this point, it's yours. You might as well keep it, bro. Just let that chain be. That's another nigga who, who changed up his 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 whole persona. Because right. now... We, when The day we have conversations of rebrands, he's up there. He is way up there. He Because when he was Youngberg, he was looked at as a clown. Now as hit maker, he's a hit making producer. So his rebrand was very strong. But after that guy, who would be the next... He will be the next person in jury that we was looking at, like, dude, this 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 shit is too much. Now we just naming niggas who got their chains to at this point. Yeah, right. Um, I would say after that era where people's oh Lil Duval with the toilet chain, that was crazy. Like, nigga, why is you doing that? Or or Cat Williams with the rope that he had around his neck. I want to say that was jury, wasn't it? Not. Yeah, a lot of the dudes who you brought up. The the ghost face, the 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 slick ricks, the cat Williams, a lot of the chains that they had though, them shits weren't easy just pull off. Like them Cuban links was thick. Oh, who else? It was another nigga who had a, a Cuban link. That shit weighed like several pounds or kilos, if you will. Who the fuck was it? It's a fucking big ass Cuban link, and it had an anchor on that shit. And it's like, dude, that can't be fucking comfortable to wear that bitch. Not at all. No, but it isn't a chain you could just snatch, though. You feel me? Even that shit, it was like fucking snatching that shit was like snatching a bike chain. Like, dog, this shit can't be fun. Or it won't be fun for you because they pull that bitch, you going down with it. And they're going to drag you by your neck across the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever seen... <laughs> You ever seen that video of Steve Francis getting his chain snatched? No. Or the pictures? They got a still frame, that motherfucker pulling that neck, that motherfucker like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's your natural reaction to try to grab some shit with your little chin. Nah, man. I'm saying they pull that bitch that hard, motherfucker look like a pit bull when that motherfucker's misbehaving. The only get the yanking on that motherfucker chain. That's how Steve Francis looked. And then Jay Prince had to go get the chain back. There go Jay Prince. Oh, hip hop's boogeyman. Boy, people respect that man. Oh, they beyond respect him. Man, soft spoken as ever, but won't nobody try him. You notice that? Like that's it, it's like that's been that way for years. And I mean, you hear stories about him, but I'm just curious. I like I would. I would I wait for the day to come with somebody to tell the real stories. Like, yo, these are the real reasons. Like, we all know he's a tough guy and he has a reputation, but I would love to know, like, the real, real behind, yo, this is why motherfuckers don't fuck with Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever get it, but I'm just saying, if it ever were to come to light, I'd be interested in seeing it. Oh, I watched that. I watched that documentary. You remember how hooked we used to be on, what was it? Uh... Uh, what's beef? What, what yeah, was that? that? Was a, yeah, no, beef. That was a good docu oh, docu yeah, series. Man. That was a good one. I fucked with beef. Beef was heavy. I, I yeah. really like beef. All the little after like beef seven, it was like, all right, y'all, y'all just now we just. I don't care about this. Yeah, movie. y'all finding people that don't really have beef with each other by episode seven. Y'all talking about beef? Eminem versus Mariah Carey. Like nigga, that ain't beef. That ain't no. Real she don't want to holler at him. That's all that is. <laughs> 
She don't like that nigga. He mad. He just feel away. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I think the next crazy trend in jury, they're going to take this jury implant one level up. And what I mean by that, can you what's, imagine? What's next? I'm I'm willing to bet the next level, instead of just one implant, they're going to put a series of implants like around the neck. So now you got, it looks like a necklace, but it's all embedded in your skin. Or they'll do it around the wrist. So now you got diamonds. I don't, on. I don't think I don't think you could do it on your wrist because you your, oh, your, your yeah. main like your you gonna die arteries around <laughs> like you cut these you're done. <laughs> Same thing to go for, and that's probably why they're gonna do it because it's a risk. Like damn, you was willing to take these a risk niggas, like these are niggas. People are stupid. These, these are niggas whose music you listen to. Damn, I was gonna say no, nah, but. <laughs> I got a couple of little Uzi Vert songs in my phone right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. One could play right now. I wouldn't even know it. I should make one uh, uh, old school joint. You, If Lil Uzi Vert got but an I'm old not, school I... joint for you, you need to reevaluate. <laughs> but it won't. Matter of fact, I think you might like my old school joint choice. Well, hey. Hey, we're, we at that point. It's time for the old school? No, not. Don't we got another topic? Do you really want to talk about Trey Song's dick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that. You yeah, really I'm about to... talk about Trey Song's dick? You really want to? Fine. Nah, Let's go. Nah, we Let's good. Go. We good. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> we going to do it. So, <laughs> oh, so, man. So Trey Song's has a uh, sex tape that, like, honestly, I thought it was crazy. Because, you know, how you go from whooping police ass to releasing photos of your dick or video of it? What a seven days it's been for that nigga. <laughs> Tell me about it. Dude go to a, a a conference championship game, fight police officers. Then it's like, you know what? Let the whole world see me get fellatio. Hey, tell the people what happened, Frank. Nigga got fellatio. He recorded it and then released it. Is are you, Has that been confirmed that he released it? Because that's not what I heard it was leaked. Oh, I don't know who released it. Who would it be leaked by? I would assume it's his phone because she's not recording it. Both hands are being occupied. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that was a POV shot. It had to be from his phone. But I mean, things have been pulled from people's phones before. Remember the oh, yeah, quote unquote with, happening? Remember when that happened? Yeah, they uh, the fact that, that was the, the iCloud, uh, Apple's iCloud, and they pulled all that shit. Right. So it's it's not impossible that somebody stole it from his phone. I'm not necessarily saying I believe that it was leaked, but I'm just saying it's the the it's allegedly Trey Songs and it's allegedly leaked this right. video. I saw he was trending and I was like, that's okay. What the fuck did Trey? I like, man, maybe they maybe they finally they arrested Trey. I yeah, heard I he was those trending. charges would be impressed. Like, okay, he finna see jail. So Damn I looked up Trey Songs. And bow, dick, right on, my, right on my phone. I'm at the job like, oh, man, what's going on with Trey? And there it is, dick, right on my phone. And I wasn't even ready for that. And, bro, so, you in HR, you could have got fired for that. Luckily, shit. hey, luckily I got an office. <laughs> luckily, luckily. <laughs> and I know, not to, I know not to have, my phone always on silent at work. That's what the Apple Watch is for. Keep the okay. vibration so at least I know what's going on. And I'm like, bro, like, okay, that's why. And it was a crazy interaction 
it was the way women reacted to this on Twitter was was interesting to say interesting. the least. Break it down for me, Frank. So you had some women that was gawking over it, and then you had some other women that was checking them because it was like how quickly we we switch our positions. Because I want to say this was in 2020. News came out about Trey Song, how he mistreated a couple of women he was with, one of them being Kiki Palmer, who she went ahead and detailed an evening where she spent hours in the closet to get away from Trey Songs. And then another woman even released texts uh, between her and Trey Songs. And I forgot what exactly he said to her, but it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't. The one he was trying to really low-key link up with, but was talking so bad about her and then and then posting these 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 DMs that were that were said which didn't do anything but make it look like he was trying to fuck her. But that's just my opinion. Right. So it, it didn't help his case at all. So at that moment back in 2020, people were I'm not gonna say canceled. I'm not gonna say he was canceled, but they were along the mindset of we just not gonna fuck with this dude. It's tough. And from that point on, he kind of, his name kind of fizzled out. Like nobody was really checking for him like that. And the next time his name popped back up again was with him and the police incident. And then now that he, you know, the video of his member showed up on the internet, women done forgot all of the slimy shit he was accused of. And now for lack of a better description, they're back on his dick. Go ahead. Y'all hear that boy? Now you have the women who remembered what he did. They're uh they're checking their 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 friends, their 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 fellow women, if you will, and saying, you know, you we can't be like this. You can't you can't easily forget what his past consisted of and that and that you just can't I don't know how it's it's just interesting to see them go back and forth and and it it, it uh because when when usually these sex tapes leak it's all like oh man you know that that's revenge porn and you like like it's it they'll gawk at it for a minute but then it turns into man that's you know th- that poor girl he the man who put it out, he is sucking. Like whoever the guy is, it's always him who put it out. So right. now everybody's mad at him. He is sucker for it and this, this, and that. How you gonna expose that girl and this, this, and that? But it ain't none of that. The women, you know, it in is this case, none of that right now. In this case, this is the first time I can recall where a sex tape is leaked and I didn't see anybody um, defend the woman in the tape. Now you have women gawking over uh, Trey. You have women saying, yo, he's still a piece of shit. I don't care what he looks like. I'm not going to support him. But I have yet to see a group or even a single person say, is this woman okay? Because y'all just put her business out there and she probably didn't want that. Like, It's not like she's a celebrity or anything. She's a regular person. And we don't know if she consented to have this video released or not. Right. Um, so I thought that was interesting. It also seeing the people go back and forth on this, it reminds me of the the time and time again conversations we see about 
um, that singer from Chicago that's in prison. Mm. And every so often, his name will pop up on the timeline and you're all, you always get this division down the middle with women. And I would say men too, but right now we, I guess we're not focusing on men, but no, you would get all they ass out too. Okay. With men. Well, everybody did. Anybody get, who support that nigga. You get a group that supports him and they say, and this is my, I wouldn't say my favorite argument, but this is the argument that made me scratch my head the most. They say, well, I can separate the, the music from the artist. I mean, I could separate the artist from the person, the music from the person. And it's like, how, Sway? The nigga's music was influenced by the shit he was doing. It's always an interesting conversation to hear people say they can separate the artist from the person. And it's like, how, Sway? The man's music was influenced by the stuff he was doing in real life. Man. When he wrote the song for Aaliyah, AJ Nothing But A Number, what do you think inspired that? Man. Man, I have people who 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 argue me down about separating the music from the artist. Like, argue me down, and I'm like, it's just some, it's just something about if you can't hear, especially with him, because he would definitely make sure that we knew his music was very vivid, very vivid. But it was very vivid about him one. Like he called himself the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper is a guy who played the flute, and a bunch of little kids came out to follow him. He's exactly very clear about letting us know exactly like he's been bold about letting us know exactly what he's been about. AJ nothing but a number marrying a little 13, 14, 15 year old girl. Like, come on, man. Do you have your passports? Do you have your shots? Do you want to go back with Kells to America? Do you remember that? Man. Yeah, like, bro, you ain't telling me nothing I ain't thought of. I totally agree with you. And this conversation with Trey kind of it's not to the same extreme as it is with him but it reminded me of that how quick people uh can sweep somebody's I mean vile actions under the rug all because they like a single quality about that person just thought that was interesting no man I I I totally agree with you I just is and I'm not trying to call him because I mean none of that stuff is proven for him and all that. Our Kelly stuff is like he's in jail for a reason. I'm about to say nah, that <laughs> nigga's on tape. Yeah, he's in jail for a reason. Like we've been through this shit. It's amazing he's been out this long. He should have been jailed 20 years ago. You want to know what's funny? He said that. There's a video of him with his entourage before he goes on the show, and he's like, "This was I mean like right after that." what it was TLC or Lifetime documentary. I think it's Lifetime. I believe one of those Lifetime. networks. One of those. Yeah, yeah. One of those those networks. But we all know the, the documentary I'm talking about. The one that detailed Surviving all that Kelly. shit. Surviving R. Kelly. Thank you. And it was like right after it was like right after that drop is a video of him and his entourage. He's about to perform and they're like in this green room or whatever. And he's literally saying something you just said he was like man if they wanted to get me for this shit they should have been did it 20 years ago and it's like hmm interesting he didn't say why they trying to stick me with the shit i ain't do nothing he didn't say that he just said y'all should have just been did it so like hey i'm i done got away scot-free like it's too late now y'all can't fuck with me on this why y'all care about it now right 
Interesting. And, and like we like we said, this situation is not equal to the R. Kelly situation. No, but it's an interesting segue though, because now it's just making me think of other stuff. Because a lot of people who saw that documentary, I haven't come across not one person who saw that shit and said, Oh, I didn't know he did that shit. If they said anything, it was like, I didn't know he did that much shit. Because everybody knew about the Aaliyah. Everybody knew about the girl on the video. Yeah. So it's like, we known he's done this shit. It was just, I guess people, I guess people were okay thinking it was just Aaliyah and this girl. And it was like, all right, if it was just them two, we could still sleep at night. But when you find out it was so many other girls, then it's like, all right, I guess we got to arrest them now, right? And it's like, but y'all been knew he was a pedophile. Like, whether it was one girl or 40, at the point you knew it was one, something should have happened. So it's like, what really was the straw that broke the camel's back to make them go after him? I'm curious to know, like, what was that one straw? Because you knew about Aaliyah, you knew about the girl who was on the tape, Sparkle's niece. Yeah. So... If those wasn't the camel, I wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back, which young lady was? And I'm just curious. I mean, eventually he gonna go to trial. They putting it off as much as they can. I don't know why. Well, I guess because uh, that, if I'm not mistaken, that's a tactic to uh, give the witnesses time to move away, forget the story. Mm-hmm allow details to get blurry because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken when he was on trial for sleeping with Sparkle's niece um, the tactics he pulled then he moved her into his house and then I guess coerced her not to testify or something along those lines so yeah. although there's a video that existed she wouldn't cooperate and say that was him or whatever so since they I guess didn't have her cooperating the way they needed her to, yeah. he was able to get away. So his attorney is probably the person telling him, hey, you're going to have to sit in jail for about five, six years. So by the time this really does go to trial, people don't move the way. The attorneys can't find them. Maybe you got a and better chance. You got a better chance. And serving six years is better than serving life. But it's fed time. He going. Oh, no, yeah. Hey, what it was, <laughs> federal cases have like an 88% conviction 88, rate. almost 90%. Yeah. yeah. He going, he going. And I want to say that's probably lowballing it. But yeah, they do their homework. Yeah. They didn't come, they, they came at him with, they came at him, they went at all his, uh, like, Associates. the people who, who associated, who helped participate in that shit, corroborated the story, like, they, they. The whole organization, because the thing was, it wasn't just him, it was it was the people he will send out to go get the young girls. It was the people who helped keep these young girls, uh, you know, secluded and dependent on him. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing, whole, whole thing. And another interesting thing we found out about the R. Kelly documentary, um, he was a victim of sexual assault himself when he was a kid. Hurt people, hurt people. Right. I don't think a lot of people talked about that. Not to uh, not to absolve him for any of his crimes, but it's like, how come nobody highlight that? Hey, when you do these things to people, this is what you birth. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It ain't just you damaging this person and now they're just for you know they just have this scar no you can birth a monster you can either destroy a person to the point where they feel like they no longer need to be on this earth or you can birth the monster like either way in either direction that this can go it's horrible yeah and that was something that i think should have been highlighted in one way or another but it didn't it didn't say the people, the forefront of people's mind. I remember I didn't watch the whole documentary. I just couldn't. Like I just like it was a lot of shit we already kind of knew. And then I don't need to rehash every girl. Like I already thought he was a. I, at that point, I had already thought he was a horrible person. I didn't need more people to prove that he was a horrible person. Um, but I heard. The, yeah, I got the cliff notes from hearing people talk about it, and the fact that he had been abused. I was like, that's statistically, if you've ever like heard about like people who are pedophiles and stuff like those are people who've been preyed on before right on when they were when they were younger and it fucked them up in a way to thinking that that's normal that's cool that's how things and a lot of shit used to fly back in the 80s and 90s the early 90s a lot of that shit used to fly right you like 15 16 you know you twitter fat. couldn't the twitter mentality we have now couldn't have existed back then no not at all I mean, I it's just, it was just a not different tw- time. That's why Twitter a lot of mentality. I'm not gonna say it's Twitter mentality. It's just okay. What I mean, let me clarify that. What I mean by Twitter mentality, a lot of people on Twitter are now sharing information with one another, and we're more wise to the error of our ways in the past. So things that we said and did in the past that we all just shrugged our shoulder and was like, you know, let's say like using the homophobic slur that starts with enough. That word was just tossed around freely, and it, people just saw it as an insult. Like they knew not to say nigga, but the other word, they hurled it around like it was no tomorrow. Now today we know that hey, that's not cool. We don't say that. You know what I mean? Whether you're joking or not, it's not cool. Um, again, the way we treat women, um, I want to say there's even videos floating around of what Freak Nick looks like back in the days when they used to go to Atlanta or even Daytona Beach, how women will be walking the streets and how men would grope them and stuff and other men would see it and or other people would just see it and it was like, okay, well, that's the environment. You're at the beach, you're wearing a two-piece, you're quote-unquote asking for it, right? Now we know. That's what Freak Nick was about, though. A lot of women who went there on like I've seen videos of girls on Freaknik who was very open with showing their shit and yeah, because that's what that's what the culture was. It was like, hey, um, I I know this is gonna happen and I'm okay with it. And it's like, no, you don't have to be okay with it. You can go and show your body to whoever you want, but if no, if you don't give anybody consent to touch you, you shouldn't be touched. Like this is something we know now, but back in the days it wasn't like that. And even now that we're old that we're older and we're sharing this information with one another and we're starting to understand and, and we're starting to understand and adjust social norms of the past. A lot of older people that are stuck in their ways, they're having a hard time adjusting and they can't quite understand why they aren't being as accepted as they should be today. Well said, sir. That's well said. I'm, I think we should, I think we should step off it right there. Like you, bro, salute to you, sir. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, sir. Uh, I'm gonna start with my old school vibe of the week. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna pull mine. You gonna play a little bit of yours, right? 
Uh, sure. Or we could do this thing where we could like insert a clip. Like if you send me a clip, I can insert it into the episode. Oh, okay. I'm gonna just send you the song. Ooh, that's my little shit right there. Rick. Rig it up. I think this is like the most uplifting black song that I know. Like, how can you not respect you can win as long as you keep your head to the sky? Like, like when I'm having a shitty day, this is the song that makes me feel like, yo, nigga, you got this. You can, you you got this. You're going to be all right. Wait till she come in. Go ahead. Pull it up. She ain't even come in yet. She come right now. We gonna let it get to the chorus and I cut it off. Nah, let that chorus hit. The spirit of Black History Month. That's how I want to start it off with the old school jam. Bro. Old school vibe. Bro. Optimistic sounds of blackness. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. When I tell you that's on that happy play, that, that smile playlist I'm talking about. It has to be that. It has to be that. That song right there. I'm always like, I don't know what, what. 90s movie I watched that it was like it had to be like a had to be like a a black college vibe. Like, I don't know why that's yes. what it is. Yeah, man. I feel very human after I listen to it. You know what I mean? Oh man, I love no, I love that song. That song just it gives so much good energy, man. Very much so. Oh man. I thought. If I were to attend the HBCU, that would be the whole vibe of the college. That song, like you would just expect. That's the like that song, just the theme song playing around the whole college. Like yeah, right. <laughs> like we all trying to win. Man, though that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So here's my old school vibe of the week. If nobody knows what that drum roll is, something's wrong with you. Did these horns come in though? Man, them horns are so sick. Remember when Jackson had that amazing band and they would play this? Here it is. Oh, 
That shit always give me good energy. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Energy. That is that's a very that's a vibe. That song's definitely a vibe. All right, man. Hit me with the new school, your, your new school vibe of the week. Going back to what we were saying earlier, you said I give these young niggas a chance, and you're absolutely right. So this is Whoopty from CJ. <laughs> Go ahead. Have you on the asset social? Glory to you, glory to y'all niggas know the vibe. Bitch, I'm outside of some movie. Blue cheese. I swear I'm addicted to blue cheese. I gotta stick to this paper like blue sleep. Bitch, I'm my chicken like it's a two-piece. You can have your bitch back to your groupie. She just swallow all my kids in a two-seat. Swagged out. Familiar, we bringing them cats out. I still got some racks stuffed in the trap house. With the 42, I'm blowing her back out. I'm back out. Bullshit. Swim back with a full clip. I see you're not into the drill rap. I get the breeze, then it's adios. If I'm with the trees, then she give it to you know what's crazy? I've heard that song before. Dude, I just heard this song the other day. So I'm going to tell you how I discovered I it for this song. for a couple song. months now. It's not new. It's not super It's new. not. It's six months old. But I just discovered it literally two days ago. And so the other day I was on World Star Hip Hop. And um, it was a young black artist. He had braids coming down. Um, and he's rapping over this beat. And in that song, he says a few lines from this guy. He mentions the word whoopty or whatever. Um, and it was another line that he kind of mentioned. But he's not dissing this particular guy. He's just rapping off this guy's beat. And apparently, the name of this guy is CJ. So apparently, some of CJ's people, I guess their bloods, they didn't like that this guy made a song rapping on CJ's beat. And they whooped his ass. So I saw the damn. <laughs> so I saw the video of homie getting his ass whooped, and they kept saying, "You know, you ain't whoopty, you ain't whoopty." Why they whooped his ass? So I'm like, "What the fuck is whoopty?" <laughs> <laughs> so I googled whoopty, and this song came up. And I was taken aback. I'm like, this shit got 161 million views? I never heard of this shit. So I played it, and I'm like, okay, it's drill rap, but damn, 161 million? I guess that's what the kids fuck with. I I, want to say it's been in a TikTok challenge or something like that i don't know that would probably make sense why those numbers yeah. were so high because i've heard it and i probably only heard it on instagram um, it wasn't a good tiktok challenge that involved sexy women so that's probably why i didn't see it hey hey now y'all know if y'all want to get frank to listen to your little song and shit either get your ass whooped or get some sexy women to dance to it that is very accurate i i watch fight videos i damn sure watch fight videos Ain't nothing wrong with a fight video, Frank. Sadly, on... on This is my only thing, though. Like, if it's a fight video, when you knock the person out, that's it. No need to keep kicking them and punching them and shit. Just, you won. That's it. Go go back to your corners. Those are the fight videos I watch. Now, the fight videos where the dude is unconscious and getting his head stomped in, 
I don't like those. Nah, I don't. I don't need to see nobody die or be permanently damaged. Like, right. Like, but on my on my fake Instagram, that follows a lot of like shit I would never allow my normal Instagram to follow because you know I'm trying to create a brand here. Um, I follow explicit just fight video Instagram. <laughs> And they be mad when they when one Instagram start using the next nigga video. I'm like, bro, I just seen that on on worst fights. I don't need to see that <laughs> on Reddit. I follow a fight subreddit. Some of them fights be good. Other ones be hilarious. And then there's somewhere it's like, dude, that nigga had no business fighting. Like some of them fights where one dude knows how to fight, and the other dude can't fight so well, and he just get his ass mocked. Bro, I love to watch the fight where the nigga be talking the most shit and he be the one to get his ass mollywhopped by the little jit that they don't expect. Oh, I seen one, right? So this dude is, he's he's boosting his son head to fight some other dude in the street, right? And he's just, he's amping him up. Oh, fuck this nigga up, blah, 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 just talking shit. So one of the dude's homeboys, like, not his son's homeboys, but the dude that his son is trying to fight. One of his homeboys steps to the father like, yo, what's up? And the father starts talking shit to this kid. Mid-talking shit, the shorty kicks him in the face. <laughs> Dog, if you ever square up with somebody and they can get their foot from the ground to your face, you, you, in the, you in the wrong fight. Yeah, you, you had no business fucking with that nigga there. Kicked them, and it's funny because remember the movie Friday when that nigga said, "You want some too?" And that old dude was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> dude, after he got kicked in the face, he dropped to the ground. Boom! Homeboy jumped up and was like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> he could gather his son, and they ran to the car. Uh, nigga Bruce Lee kicked him straight in the jaw. Hey, Kevin Hart said. You know, you don't fight no MMA fighter. When you see a nigga slap his slap his thighs, like, hey, I'm ready. Hey, that ain't the that ain't the nigga. Yeah, this that ain't, ain't the, the fight you box. want. This ain't the slap box shit that you used to do with your homeboy. I got a rule. If we ever out and some shit about to pop off, if one of the niggas we about to go to war with, if that motherfucker got cauliflower ear, that's when we hit him with the hey bro, it ain't even that serious. Bro, chill out, bro. I was just joking. No, why? It, it, Let me get you with... a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you got to defuse that shit. Hey, Barton, get him another what he having. Get him one. Right? And get his homeboy one too. <laughs> he be like, you know what? Shots for everybody. Shot, shot, no, no, shot, no. shot, shot, shot. Right? right? Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this round's on me. Right? Nigga with cauliflower, that's a badge of honor. He earned that shit. That shit ain't just show up on his ear. Right? No nigga who got cauliflower ear is walking around not whooping no ass. A nigga that got cauliflower ear, he's whooping the average nigga's ass. Yeah, he may be the worst boxer in the boxing world, but he's at least a trained fighter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he knows how to hit and wrestle. That ain't no problems you want. Nah, I, I've been in a few, I've been in a few tussles from time to time, but I ain't no trained fighter. Exactly. Get you in a good headlock here and there. Yeah, throw I, a couple of, yeah, throw a couple <laughs> of good punches. But nigga fucking around hip toss your ass. Now you on the ground squirming on your back and he's doing 
Motherfucker got you in a figure four and shit. Reverse naked chokehold. You over here sprawled out. You can't even tell the nigga I quit. You over here tapping everything on his goddamn body. <laughs> tapping his forearm, tapping his elbow. Putting the thumbs up. Like, nigga, you got it. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't letting go. <laughs> Choking the shit out you. Bro, ain't nothing... <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than telling the nigga who got you all the way fucked up. All right, you got it. You got it. You you got it. You got he, it. He, before you tell him he got it, he knows. <laughs> oh no, he know. He know. He, he knows. had you. He had you. <laughs> he got you. Oh man. All right, man. My new vibe of the week is because I've been listening to the Jasmine Sullivan album. Uh, okay. Hotels. Jasmine, yeah. Jasmine did a little like for somebody who's been like was big years ago, and it's like she's always been like around, but she hasn't had her like moment since she, since she bust windows out of car. Remember that? Like, yeah, she hasn't had her moment. But like, yo, this album slaps a little bit. If you in the R and B, this album. Although hit. that was her biggest song, "Bust the Windows Out Your Car," I always loved her follow up single after that. I'm not scared of lions and tigers, tigers and, bears, and bears. Hell yeah. But I'm scared of loving you. I thought that song was so hard. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. Don't leave no pieces. You need to hurry and pick up your feelings. While I'm up cleaning, boy, please. I don't need it. Memories. I don't know. It's something about her delivery and the way she's spitting the lyric. Like I, you just can't help but vibe to. It. I, 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 I feel it. No, yeah, it, that's definitely a vibe. I like it. I, I, I feel. I love what she, what she did with her, with this album. I think it uh, spoke to a lot of women. You know, in this time, I, I, I think it's dope. And I, I love R and B music. So if you can sing, sing, and she's a singer, singer. Oh um, yeah. I'm I'm down. I'm always down for it. That's what's up. But yeah, she's she definitely has a strong voice. All right, man. Got anything else you want to bring to the table? Nah, that's it. We good. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Marvin, and the man to the right of me can only be Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marvin? You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse at Marvin X Adams. You can also find Frank there as well at I Can Only Be Frank. That is true. Also, we are on Patreon. So stay tuned when we have more information on that. We'll be sure to share it with you guys. This has been another episode of the Samurai's Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.